3: Hour three of the G Bag Nation here on 1053. The fan, hope you're having a great day. General at your service. There's Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexanders in the Pimp Cup. Woolchuck and Chia follow here. Carter Freeman is coordinating your video. And along with you, we are the G Bag Nation. Been a huge day in the world of sport. Daniel Jones of the Giants, four years, 160. Saquon Barkley gets the tag. Ravens doing the non exclusive tag with Lamar Jackson, which means any team can sign Lamar. And uh, while the Ravens will have the opportunity to match, I don't know if they will, especially because they would get two first-round picks if they lose Lamar Jackson. Um, so that, that obviously presents a very interesting wrinkle into this conversation. I don't know if I want to give Lamar a fully guaranteed deal and give him and, and give up first-round picks to Baltimore.
4: Yeah, I kind of wonder if your situation, your Baltimore, it's like, listen, you won't negotiate with us but maybe he negotiates, and somebody comes up with a creative way of getting it done. Yeah, you get the picks, but it might be something with the way that the the Ravens could say, "Okay, yeah, we'll accept that. You know, we'll accept that contract. That's pretty well put together." Thanks right for there. doing the work for <laughs> yeah, us. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're saying, "Okay, fine. You and your mom don't want to negotiate with us. Go negotiate with somebody else, and we'll we'll figure it out." There's and- a lot of smart guys and gals that do. These contracts, the they're labels. not going
3: to give you huge market value and give up two ones in yeah. order to get it yeah. done. So that yeah. deal is going to be a significant discount. And right. of course, we'll match that. Yeah, or exactly. You can just play for thirty two million dollars. There you go. So it is, you know, it's very interesting negotiating tactic with a star player that just to me shows they aren't committed to. That much to them. The Rangers and Cubs are tied at 6 in the middle of the 6th inning. Jared Sandler will join us after that game and give you all the notables and the big-time storylines out of surprise. Our spring training coverage brought to you by Sonic. Mmm, good. good. Here's Wolchuk with some sports.
2: Thank you very much. Speaking of that Rangers game, we got uh, we got some dong balls tonight. Or today, I should yes. say. we get a double donger from from Josh Young? We got uh, a Josh Young. Just, just one. Just one from Josh Young and then uh, Corey Seager and Bubba Thompson as well, uh, have homered three homers today for the Texas Rangers. So that is very, very exciting. Good to see Bubba Thompson get a home run. Uh, So, hell, Bubba, we're going to need that from you. I got some news as well regarding the injury situations with the pitching. Okay? Give me the good news. So, Jake Odorizzi continues to throw bullpen sessions but is yet to pitch to a hitter. Any word on how he's dominating those bullpens? He's, he's definitely dominating the bullpen. Good, man. There's no question about that. That's a good sign. Now, Chris Young acknowledged that the situation's putting Odorizzi's ability to start the regular season on the active roster potentially in doubt. But the Rangers are going to need to get a firmer idea, hopefully next week, of where Odorizzi is in the process, and then they'll make a decision about opening day. He's expected to be a multi-inning reliever uh, and a big part of the bullpen. So we'll have to keep an eye on Odorizzi's status next week. Jacob DeGrom is scheduled to throw a live batting practice session to hitters tomorrow. Come on. If that goes well, the next step would likely be to pitch in a game probably early next week. Chris Young said the Rangers expect DeGrom to be ready for the start of the season. Yes. Woo! Big sigh of relief there, boys. Huh?
5: No, no no, confirmation of anything after that, but definitely
2: opening day. We're rocking and rolling. I don't like your attitude. Right-hander John Gray experienced no back stiffness issues after a bullpen session, which he dominated on Sunday, and is expected to return to the rotation tomorrow. So there's good news on Jay Gray. Then we have Nathan Evaldi, who's got the side stiffy stiffness. He's still not throwing off a mound, but CY said he is making progress and Ivaldi is preparing to pitch in the World Baseball Classic, uh, which he was preparing up until he reported to camp. He is considered ahead of where he would have normally been, so the time off isn't expected to set Ivaldi back. So this is all good news. And then regarding Spencer Howard, this will be the final news of note. <laughs> He's got reported arm fatigue. He was scratched from his appearance uh, yesterday and on Sunday. Rangers don't believe it's going to be an issue uh, that will keep him out for a significant amount of time. Why are you chuckling over there? Seventy wins, guys. Here we go. <laughs> well, you know, I do <laughs> think what we're gonna. What the hell ha- kind of report was that? It was all Jay Gray's fine. Everybody's
5: Degrom's up, on schedule. Gonna be okay, okay. DeGrom, if, all right. these
4: DeGrom throws. Well, all of this was okay. I'm giving you
5: updates stay. here. Seems like everybody's got an oblique it's or a whole side or
2: it's a
4: stiffness. It's the whole staff. I mean, well, Martin Perez is good to go. Don't.
3: We're uh, we are going to have to get used to this, and they'll probably need 11, 12 pitchers to get through the year. Do
2: You want us to just lie?
4: I don't know. I mean, seems open-minded to that. <laughs> I, I'm kind of yeah, like, hey, listen, this, you know, the ra- no injuries. Just four report. pitchers. You know what? Jacob he named Degrom's every already guy pitching. On the staff.
2: Jacob Degrom threw four scoreless innings today against the Cubs. Brian, how about that? Well, uh, the score. Okay, um, I'm. I'm j- to me though. And then people are going to fact check it and say, guess what? You lied to me.
4: No, you're not lying. Hey, are you It's nobody kind of a little bit nervous no of
2: course i am yes i i, I,
3: when... I mean
4: i know we've got what about three weeks before we get well, going yeah here, we're right? a little bit nervous but i think we're gonna be okay here
3: hope springs eternal brian now's not the time
4: i'm sorry i know we're the official station of the rangers i appreciate <laughs> That's that That's but, <laughs> but you, seriously you named what six seven pitchers that have some type of issue yeah how many
3: pitchers are they working with though? That's only like a quarter of them. We're good. Yeah. It's fine. They got all
4: these young arms
3: they've been getting experience to so when the veterans are they hurt sit, for half the they season. They sit
4: Rocker and Light are already down to the minors. Well, they're, they're going not even, yeah. they're going to be. I mean, it's okay. No, they have already done it. Yeah, it's fine. They were going to be
2: on the big league team.
4: Well, I'm just saying, you know, at least they pitch, they're healthy. Wow.
2: Doomsday brought us. <laughs> what was it? Uh,
4: the, what do we used to call
2: Mike? Dark Cloud Basic or something? There's no need to panic. All right, DeGrom's fine.
4: Mount Broadus is over here about to erupt. I'm just a little worried about the rate. No one else is concerned.
5: No, I am. I, I have if voiced DeGrom the fact that am. If DeGrom misses his opening day start, okay, okay, I'll is be Is anybody concerned.
4: besides Eric concerned?
5: <laughs> he, wants so, he doesn't like his ally, and I, I am I don't his ally. Like my guy. He wants a different one. I think,
4: I, no, no, I do. I no, like it's own.
5: okay. I. I. Th- it, this is the reason, the health is the reason why for the Rangers, I'm not betting them. I'm not going to put my money that they're going to win over the 81 and a half games that is set for their over under this year. I would take the under. I don't know. Please I mean, prove me wrong, because I just think the health is going to be too much. Now, maybe they are. Maybe they are just extremely cautionary right now with all these guys, because they've invested a ton of money in their starting rotation, well, and so they want to be extremely cautious. Know, I believe the rotation. Did so, you just
2: hear Seager, Young, Bubba Thompson all hit dong balls today? Yeah. So yeah. We we're
4: going to win an offense the or runs. defense. Kind of sounds like uh, it, what it was the Cowboy offense there for? A little right. Time. Well, I'll, I'll tell you.
3: You know, when, when the trade for DeGrom happened, I tried to talk about it for a day. Nobody wanted to hear it. They looked at me like I was farting in the room. Okay. So, Brian, what well, I'm you telling probably
5: you, probably did. That's how we look at Walchuck all the time.
3: Yeah. Now, Brian's farting in the room.
5: Eric. Well, I mean,
3: I-
4: you dummies.
3: <laughs> you stay out of the Sheriff. I don't know
4: when you when you were talking about it. Maybe I wasn't listening.
3: I don't think you were. Like, yeah. Usually
4: that's the case. Yeah.
3: God, now geez. I'm just trying to suspend all that doubt. After five, six years of Rangers suck, we need to be optimistic about something. So I'm I'm just okay. suspending all that doubt for now, Brian. But I, I hear you. I apologize yeah. for not listening. You, you hit me with the truth serum and, and hooked me up to a lie detector. I'm going to tell you I'm 100% terrified that they just wasted a bunch of money trying to build a pitching staff out of a triage unit. Okay, that's all real. There's, there's no doubt about that. And we're hoping to get lucky and go on a magical ride. I hope right. so I'm, I'm with Chief. I wouldn't bet on it, but now it's possible. And just the chance that we could have fun with this Man, baseball hell. team. Oh, is, no, I am all yeah. about the you fun. You picked
2: the bleepin' worst to hear out of all no, of that. No, I just. DeGrom is scheduled to throw a live batting practice tomorrow. If it goes, well, he's going to pitch in a game. It's fine. Okay. Just I, John Gray, ready to return for like like the rotation like to give on Gavin Wednesday. i give Gavin credit
4: when it doesn't work. I'll give him credit because he mentioned it first.
2: Well, you know... Well,
3: the, that's what he wants. The good news is they're letting more teams in the playoffs these days, so we, <laughs> just need, we just need to get healthy to
2: the playoffs. Yeah, right? Yeah, Wouldn't it be fun to just be playing in October? That's what we're wanting. DeGran will win you three games in a series if he's healthy.
4: If he's healthy.
2: And you get some snow. Well, there is a big if,
3: yeah. uh, and we'd love well, to we get some snow. have a
4: clean roof over there.
2: All right, maybe Bob Costas will be calling that playoff game. What? Now, he, he called the playoffs last year, and he got crapped on by listeners and viewers.
0: Washed. Yeah, some people pay top dollar for that, bro.
2: They do, they do. Um, <laughs> Be a selling point for some. Folks. It is, yeah. a, it is a fetish. I made one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. He consented to all of that <laughs> being yeah. pooped on. Now, That's what Bob, I'm here for. <laughs> Bob was doing an interview. <laughs> uh,
0: you think I wore this shirt for? I don't care about this shirt.
2: <laughs> Bob was doing an interview with Bill Maher on uh, his podcast Club Random, and he addressed the Club punching Random. bag that he became during the postseason. And here's what Bob had to say.
6: This past October, I did the Yankees and the Guardians uh, in the division series. And I felt like I was off my game. Sort of like a pitcher who still has good stuff, but somehow, as they say, he didn't have command that night. And I could feel it. Like in the first five or six innings of the first game, it's the same philosophy, same approach. But I wasn't nailing it. It didn't have the same flow and rhythm to it. There were a few awkward moments. I hadn't worked that much with Ron Darling, only two or three games. Very smart guy, a guy I really like. You must I like, like him I like he's on, on I the do Mets like, broadcast with like Keith Fernandez and Gary Cohen. They're a terrific yeah. group. Okay, so not Vince Gully, though. <laughs> stop with Vin. They, <laughs> now I don't I don't place much stock in what two or three people say you know, on Twitter or something, because on Twitter there's no misdemeanors, there's only felonies. Right. But when I knew myself that it just wasn't what I've generally been able to do. And I wasn't comparing myself to 1995 when I'm doing the World Series, I was comparing myself to August and September of last season when things were as they usually were. And somehow it might have gotten a little better as the five games went along, but it wasn't what I intended to do. Now why do I care about that? In answer to your question. I'm back if I want to be back to do it. I'm only doing as much as what I want to do of, I've, I did a dozen Olympics, a it's time to leave that. All, most of what I've done is in the past, but I only want to do a handful of things. And one of the things I want to do is a little bit of baseball. Why? Because I've always liked it, and because it's gratifying to me when people say the sort of things you say where well, it, you do it differently, and I appreciate that. I don't need absolutely. a parade. I just like that. So I absolutely. felt like I dropped the ball on that, right. and I mean, so I but, feel bad about it for that reason.
4: Yeah, you dropped the ball. <laughs> I did like— he admitted, The guy just said, yeah, you dropped the ball.
6: Yeah, well, I I did like that he was just
2: open and honest about it. Like, I didn't do a good job, and I felt off, and I didn't feel like I did a good job, and he owned it.
5: Yeah, but it's crazy the, so that this people, isn't the
2: game. Remember when he did it
5: when he had uh he was doing something broadcastery recently where he had Pink Eye and yeah, at Olympics. the Olympics. And okay, he was doing the Olympics. Yeah. And I don't know that he even felt this way then. He was, power, he was able to power he was he was able to power through the pink eye and be just fine. Yeah, I i I think it shows why he was great
3: for five decades. You know, it's it's a total self reflection and self scouting, right? It's I mean, even as maybe the greatest of his generation, probably the greatest of his generation sports announcer even he can be like, oh, wow, I'm off, and I, I can't get back. And, you know, I, I think that's that's inspiring. You know, when you see the greats, they usually aren't having a parade every day about everything they're doing well. They're obsessing about all these little details. And whether that's Belichick or, or Costas or Phil Jackson and, and Tex Winter, I, I think the greats, they enjoy the success, but when they have down times, they're not in denial about it. They're not blaming somebody else about it, mm-hmm. you know, Tony Romo, maybe. You know, do a little self-reflection
2: yourself. Take a page out of Bob Costas' book. Oh, ouch. All right, uh, CBS Sports put out some blockbuster Uh, trades.
3: That should happen. What was that for? I just,
2: I noticed him late in the drive, and I
3: was like, you know, chance to get number nine here. Uh Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Took the ricochet, man. I I still don't forgive him for turning his back on me in 2015 at the pregame party, preseason party. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to get a word with him, you know, a little spice. And, and he just like, walked off. Yeah, wow. not only did he walk up, but he turned his back to me. Oh, uh, I felt oh. like that was a turning point in our relationship. That yeah, was a high. <laughs> started management. off really
0: well in 2010. Did you call? You, did he call you guy or chief or something like that? <laughs> no, boss no. man. Didn't even <laughs> do that. That's what Jay Glazer did to me yeah. at training
5: camp. Whenever I was trying to get him, no. I shot my shot with Jay Glazer. He's like, sorry, boss. Sorry, bud. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot to do today. <laughs> and then he went up into the tower and w- did some weird stuff with his hands and mouth with, with uh, well, I'm just going to stop. Well, wait, what did you say? He did weird stuff with
4: his hands and mouth. That's the of Who was Who's in your, the tower with, Jerry? a
0: huge fan of <laughs> <and with> McCarthy. <laughs> Stepped all over the lead, yeah. bro. <laughs> um, what goes on up there anyway? Usually just right. the Jones kids drinking.
3: Yeah. That's what I see. That's how
2: you get the stories. Fascinating. Scoop. Brandon Cooks. It's one of those where you have the
5: ball and you go up in the air, and then you're like, "Wow, I got no. I don't know. I, should I shoot? Should I pass? Uh-huh. I'm just yeah. going to take the travel. Yeah. and We're going to get back on defense. Yeah, guys. yeah cool. Jay, we'll, we'll get him. We'll get him on the next possession.
2: Yeah. I think he was really ticked off from uh, by Sean still from the night before.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was pre. It was pre Sean badgering him.
2: Oh, yeah. wow. he just didn't like. He you just then. didn't like me. Yeah. So CBS Sports put out, uh, Sports put out the CBS Blockbuster take trades a number. that should happen. They said Brandon Cooks to the Cowboys should be something that the Cowboys revisit here.
5: Yeah, man. I mean, I mean th- does the offense not need speed? You need good players and you need speed. I think he is a combo of both of those. So, I mean, now you do have guys like DeAndre Hopkins available. Yeah. And now I wonder, though, if DeAndre Hopkins is going for a second-round pick,
2: what is Brandon Cooks? They go with a 2023 conditional fourth-round pick.
5: I actually like that idea better than DeAndre Hopkins for a two.
4: I think that that's re- very reasonable. Four would be—that's kind of where I think I would go. Now, he's got a
2: $26.5 million cap hit. I think that gets reduced if he's traded. We'd have to go in and it's been and traded a lot. Look at that. Oh, he, he always gets traded. Usually I mean, gets for a traded for first first-round pick, pick, picks a lot. this would be for a, a four. So, I'd be interested in Brandon Cooks. I mean, the Cowboys clearly were interested. They tried to get it done at the trade deadline. They did. They sure did. So, I mean, he's a good player that produces— wherever he is and he's also done it with bad quarterbacks i'm not opposed to the addition of brandon of a brandon cooks
3: no that'd be good and that would be a trade right around that would be 18 million or something like that yeah i think that would be just what they need all righty uh thank you uh wool chuck here in the g bag nation on 105.3 the fan lebron james tweeted that his son is definitely better than some nba players Maybe watching with his dad eyes and instead of his scouting eyes. But he, he tweeted, man, Bronny is definitely better than some of these cats I've been watching on League Pass today. Uh, he didn't specifically name any of the players. Um, you did have the 76ers and Pacers happening, the Celtics against the Cavaliers, Blazers, Pistons, and Raptors taking on the Nuggets. So <laughs> it is the conversation around. He's 6'2", and his arrow is pointing straight up. The last time ESPN did their rankings, they had him at 28th. He is amongst the 13 Americans playing at the Nike Hoop Summit. So I don't know if he has grown significantly over the last couple of months, and we're about to get updated rankings that say Bronny is is that good. But he is 18 going on 19, and we're about what? We are 18 months away from him being drafted, 15 months away from uh, yeah. him, him being drafted. Uh, and uh, that's that's going to be huge. I, I think if Bronny can arrive and, and play with LeBron, that would be A lot of fun to watch. The
5: the timing of that tweet would have made more sense if it was like Rockets versus Spurs. You're like, okay, I <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah You're
3: actually yeah. on to something. A couple of tanking teams out there. Yeah. For sure. Have you seen Bronny do the
5: like
0: in game between
3: the leg dunk? I have not seen
0: that one. Come yeah, on, man. He's yeah. out of control, bro. Like, like, yeah. in
3: game. Yeah. And he's only six two. Maybe six three now. Maybe he picked up another another inch, but that's tall enough. Absolutely. We're at a time now where guys around six two, six three can absolutely dominate the game, especially if they're athletic. But beyond that, they say he's the best defender. And uh, we we always get an up close personal view of how much coaches are are caring about that these days. Maybe be a good fit for the maps. Okay, when we come back, G Back Nation it's time for the top ten at
2: four twenty. Wolchuk, what's the
3: subject matter today?
2: National cereal day. I've got America's top ten favorite cereals. What's yours? And does nobody want this quarterback next on the fam?
3: welcome back it is the g-bag nation here on 105.3 the fan segment here is brought to you by the frankles there's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck so companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you frankly you need and Frankel. consultations always free truckwreck.com here's with that top 10
2: yeah baby thank you very much lucius general it is national cereal day now I try and uh, change it up, right? I don't want to go, like, too food heavy. And, and we have had a string of national food days. So I have one ready to rock in the back pocket, but I can't skip national cereal day. Cereal What's is in the back pocket? Delicious. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you because hopefully we'll do it tomorrow unless there's a great well, national you know, day I it, that I can't turn it. down. Uh, but eventually... Th- is this the first thing you we'll do is it wake it. up and see what the day is? <laughs>
4: Ryan, is that
2: the first thing I do? No. First thing I do is two. Oh, actually, it's probably like a combination. Okay, wanting and doing.
5: Oh yeah, for sure. You're not doing without wanting. No, it's impossible. That would be insane. Uh, and we're getting very... made how dirty to is your that.
4: apartment bathroom right now? By the way,
5: not as dirty as the one he left that he was sharing with his father, right? I mean, I imagine that one got <laughs> that just one, out of hand.
2: Probably terrible ash all over the bowl. I mean, God, yeah, yeah, mother... he's got ashtrays in <laughs> there. My mother was a party in that there. That thing's probably still disgusting. Uh, it's not too bad, Brian. I'm, I actually keep pretty clean. I think you'd hey? be impressed if you came okay. over. All right, um, but I did have an issue with the <laughs> clogging. I told you about yes. that. That I think nobody I need... gave
4: you a housewarming gift as a uh, plunger. No, I bought one of those myself. Plungers mm-hmm. are cheap. Did I you told to... you you can't flush the did... wipes. I, I I don't even use them anymore. Did you go cheap wow. on the plunger? I just that's immediately. A
2: mistake. I'm about to order a bidet. Thanks to Lucius. Nice. Get a nice one. I'm using Lucius's card. He doesn't know that. <laughs> Logging into <Yeah>. his Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Previous orders.
5: This, this is,
0: is Alex, Alex Alexander.
2: Uh, I just need the porch account information. No, my girl does
0: that too. She always gets cash back. I think I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 40, sixty dollars all of a sudden just leaving all the time.
2: <laughs> no, but I love cereals, so I want to do the top ten cereals now. Very quickly, we got a lot of NFL stuff that's going on. Lamar Jackson getting the tag. It appears nobody wants Lamar Jackson. At least this what? is what's being reported. All right, so the Panthers are not expected to pursue Lamar Jackson, according to Joseph Person, Joe Person, uh, okay. who covers the Panthers. He sounds legit. Well, yeah, he covers the Panthers for the Athletic. It's my, he, that's my kind of reporter, right there, Humberatus.
5: Just throwing crap at the wall. I
4: would, I would expect that you would come up with that. Yeah. Uh, yes, this is
2: from Joe Person sources from Person. He's got sixty thousand followers, and he works for the Athletic. So,
5: All
4: he's right. verified. He's doing, he's doing well. Uh
2: the Raiders are apparently out on Lamar Jackson as well.
5: They were out on Rodgers. It makes sense. I think they're going full tank.
2: And that, who knows, maybe they are. Um, the Falcons, we know Diana Rossini reported they're out on him. And then the Commanders, who we all thought were going to be weighing on Lamar Jackson, according to Kimberly A. Martin of ESPN, they're not interested in wow. Lamar Jackson. Wow. wow.
3: So, do you think the Ravens really did this back to him to show him, look, dude, you have to negotiate. It's a two-way street. If you want to play your cards to the max, we're going to play our cards to the max. Would you like to come back to the bargaining table now, sir? Or would you like to pay for $32 million?
2: Maybe. Maybe they're just – they know – yeah, maybe they knew they knew this. Like, Isn't they that got how you want your front to office
3: online. to do business, though? Like, l- l- for sure. The we,
2: Ravens are the model. I mean, they, I, they draft well. They seem to do everything well.
4: This can going sound terrible. I think they're I think teams are fearful of negotiating with his mom.
5: Especially if the expectation is fully guaranteed Deshaun Watson contract. Yeah. The, the, I
4: think that teams are not comfortable dealing with a family member. And then the picks,
5: you know, you
3: get you gotta give Max money. It's it's way too much value, you know, for a guy who's probably a top ten quarterback. Uh, but yeah. it hasn't had playoff success. Now, I think yeah. if you get him weapons, he would have an MVP but, season. But I, I, I think it's, it's too much to this, give up with so many options out there.
4: I'm just going to say this. If I was the Commanders, I would try and trade for Aaron Rodgers. And I would try and trade for Lamar Jackson.
3: Trading for both of them? Ooh. I would try.
4: I would try. I think I, I need a Corner quarterback. I need a quarter. No, I would just, I would see which one. Okay. I would see which one, which one bites. On this, trying to get this thing done, and this is why I would do it because if I knew my job was on the line, it's the it's somebody else's problem. Sure, I'll give you this year's one. I'll give you the 13th pick or 15th pick, whatever you want. Because new ownership's
5: yeah. going to come in and clean house, anyways, kind of thing. Very well. Yeah,
4: they could come in and want their own guy. Maybe you could prove, you know, that's the thing with George with what they did at at, at Denver. George Patton, what he did at Denver, he traded for for Wilson. You remember that that whole thing? I mean, they were thinking that they were going to get potentially get Rogers, and they end up with Wilson. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like it's, you know, he traded all that away, thinking that well, maybe I can make this work. Yeah, one home run swing. Yeah, well, he put himself in kind of harm's way right now. That nobody. But you have to, if I if I was one of those general managers where I felt like new ownership was going to come in, I would do everything in my power to save my rear with a move that would maybe keep me there.
3: Yeah, and getting a quarterback in could definitely get you started. I, I wonder if there's going to be a better opportunity for Lamar after the draft, after free agency. Teams are hoping right now a player falls to them. I'm not going to commit to something else, but maybe, maybe this is something that's got to take a couple of months to play out.
4: Will Levis or Richardson from Florida or Lamar Jackson?
3: I want the sure thing. I want yeah, a guy that can what I'm play saying, it out. Yeah. That's
4: what I'm saying. If my livelihood is dependent on me going to having a quarterback, I think I'm trading for Lamar Jackson here, yeah. you know, and trying to make it work.
3: I mean, you see what Philadelphia just did, and I think Lamar Jackson's better than Jalen Hurts. So if I have a team ready to win now, which I think Washington is, yeah. you know, you, you trade for this guy. You use the picks that you have left to try to reinforce your offensive line. You yeah. can run all over teams and pass it to McLaurin and play great defense. Yeah. That's a winner. You know, the I tight
4: end's good too. I, for I
3: think for these loser teams that have been struggling to find a quarterback and haven't done jack for a long time, this is a gift. And I, I don't know why there isn't more interest in them.
2: Well, uh, we have the top ten cereals according to America. These are their most popular on National Cereal Day, gentlemen. Your favorite cereal? We begin in the Pimp Cup with Lucius Alexander, L.A.
0: Oh, when I was a wee lad, mm. uh, I liked Apple Jacks and Honeycombs.
2: Honeycombs is so underrated, man.
0: Yeah, but now that I'm a grown man, you know, a man of a certain age, I like honey bunches of oats with vanilla flavored almond milk. Oh, that's nice. It's me. Yeah,
4: I that's haven't it, that's dabbled right. in... such a snob in there. Wow. Yeah. Is A man is sure he's such a snob. Yeah, he's he so high end in there. Is yeah. it
5: your milk can't he come is. out of a saucer anymore?
4: Uh, he can't, knows. He can't come right out of his. <laughs> yeah. Takes one to no one brought us. Such a snob sitting there. one to the, no one running this ship.
5: Yeah, a ship spook- with a P, by the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Say it
4: wrong again. My pops calls me <laughs> a yuppie. No,
5: they have good a taste. Yuppie? Yeah. My no. dad calls me a yuppie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, your old that's man's good. right. That's good. You are We got love for yucky. Cookie Crisp coming in. Cookie Crisp. Captain Crunch Berries, Raisin Bran, and Lucky Charms on the 682. I don't know how anybody could
5: have, like, from just a taste standpoint, Raisin Bran anywhere in or around their, you know, favorite Wait series, till you but get older. Yeah. yeah. Wait yeah. till you get older. No, no it is. Out, out of necessity. necessity
4: wait. wait till you get older. My grandmother. You go from um, Frosted Flakes to Raisin Bran. Yeah. Is what you do.
5: Dude, Frosted Flakes are so incredible. But the
2: Crunch Berries are the best at the Captain Crunch. The
4: Crunch oh, Berries geez, are far yes. and
5: away the best, and then- and And then Frosted Flakes for me are going to be right there. Reese's Puff Cereal got it done for me for a long time. And if I was going to go cereal bar, I will say the Honey Nut Cheerio cereal
2: bar is Mm. outstanding, dude. I do like Honey Bunches of Oats, though, as well. Uh, that was a big staple in the Woltuk household growing up.
3: Every, Every Lent, I do this extreme diet where I cut out a lot of stuff. And cereal always gets me because I can justify Raisin Bran, but I'll end up having like four bowls of it, two of it after 9 p.m. And I'm like, well, I'm on the diet, but I'm just packing on the calories. I really like the Quaker Simply Granola. You know that that's, one? That's it's good. in that no, small yeah. box. Yeah. Man, isn't that loaded with a lot of great it, stuff? Would you talk about this before? Yeah. Oh, it weighs twenty eight pounds yeah. when
4: you pick it. It does.
3: Up. Yeah. And yeah. my mom would never buy it because it's like twelve dollars for this tiny oh, yeah. box. Oh yeah. You know, but it's, it pays. It pays off big time.
2: Damn, that sounds really good. We've got uh, the Rice Krispie Treat cereal being texted in. See, so they never tried that. That's
5: dessert. What? No, what it has to be is it, the only way that cereal is made good is if you literally add sugar to it. It is flavorless. Like rice crispy
2: treats, maybe the one of the greatest things ever invented. Yeah. But, but Rice Krispies, yes, you need to add the sugar. But the rice but Cri- I figured the Rice Krispie Treat cereal might already have it. I, I I thought it was. Are we talking about for, the bars. Are you're, you're just thinking about regular Rice Krispies. Rice, yeah, Rice Krispies. They're
5: talking about Rice Krispie treat cereal. I thought that was all the same thing. If I'm wrong, with the then,
2: marshmallows in the
4: cereal.
5: No, that's the Lucky Charms. That's deal. Lucky Charms.
4: No, 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 no. But isn't that what holds cris- the treats yes, together? Yes, it the, is. It's, the, it's like a marshmallow. Deal. Yeah.
3: So they got like tiny Rice Krispie treats. That's the cereal essentially. I, that's what. Like that sounds promising. Meats?
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. and frosted mini weights aren't bad. I'll I'll get in on that. I'll get in on that for sure. All right, uh, number catch ten. You bad. So the honorable mentions. We had a lot of love for uh, fruity pebbles. And oh, I love
0: fruity pebbles. Bro. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. that's I honorable too. mention. I
2: even
5: like the cereal. I'm in on it.
2: <laughs> uh, honey Nut Cheerios is an <laughs> honorable <wee>. mention. <laughs> that's we. So are Honey Bunches of uh, Honey Bunches of Oats, and the number one honorable mention is the Fruit Loop.
5: Wow, the Fruit Loop didn't crack the top ten. No. I think that's a bit of an upset here.
2: Honey March has come early. Yeah, Honey Smacks getting texted in. Yeah, we're getting blown up here on the trucker.com text line. So I love you and everyone who's like anti-food list. Go believe yourself. Which yeah. is one guy. It was
5: one yeah, guy one who guy. got under Walchuk's skin right, it, right before the show Does it grind
2: my ears? Yes. Yes. I was made it angry on behalf it does. of you. Why do you I get so upset? I take pride in this because I try hard at <laughs> the says job. The, says
5: the guy who avoids the fan text at every
4: turn. Oh, gosh. Those people ruin your day. <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I, love you our, so I love the totals. I love the totals. And I want to try and make bed. sure the
2: Tolos are happy, but I can't please everybody. Even That's what makes I you great. To.
5: You're the Bob Costas of Food List, buddy. No, don't, don't let me
2: get you down. Are <laughs> you feeling like, like you're doing Bob. a it's, poor job right, it's it's right now? It's these
5: type of hard hitting, polarizing, like
2: big this table and freaking fight you right now. Segments, <laughs> you man. Number 10 is life cereal. I Mikey, mean, Mikey. If you
5: put life cereal in a bowl in front of me, I wouldn't be able to tell you what it was or how to consume it. It's very weedy. Like,
3: am I supposed to
0: eat that? Yeah. Are you in on life? Life? Yeah, I ate some life before, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's back when, like, they would try to make
3: cereal like healthy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never picked it; it was at my aunt's house, so I had to eat it, but I never complained. <laughs> my no. cousin just enjoyed it, so I didn't want to spoil it for him. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> <That's
2: nice>. Yeah. <laughs> number nine is Captain Crunch. Yeah, dude. Number eight is Apple Jacks. Makes the milk taste okay. yeah. good. So good. Number seven, and I might get shamed for saying this, but this is well, a they week. Don't say this it. is a week. Number seven, Cornflakes. Mm. Isn't that boring? Yeah, I it's know. more
5: of a Corn Pops
2: guy, right? Is it I love Corn pops? pops. Yes, the yellow ones.
5: Yeah. These are acquired tastes,
3: you know? Mm-hmm. This corn is like flakes- greatest generation uh, type stuff. It's but- healthy and fortifying. It's good
5: for you. Do you guys think the- What's
4: well, in an- damn
3: sugar, Pops? It's
4: actually when you use it as a crust, if you grind it up, oh, it's yeah. really good on chicken.
5: I've actually seen a lot of people doing that lately yeah, it's on their good, videos. It's good
4: as a crust. On uh- a fish- Get on a fish. Are you guys believers in the yes. the,
5: me <laughs> the the <too>. colors? <laughs> Thanks, <Lucius. laughs> yeah, I like that. From but left field? The colors, the different colors of Fruit Loops having different flavors, or is it just the same flavor across the board? I'm a different believer colors? in that.
0: You are a believer in that? Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. I am disappointed when I got the mad yellows. Yeah, so
5: yeah. Yeah, I'm
2: gonna take those out. Yeah.
5: I think Basqui said that he was gonna do some level of like blind taste test involved with those, and I think that would be a That'd great be fun. idea. To we should see. do more blind te- am I, am I, taste I, testing
2: on the station I, in general. I'm
5: with you, dude. I think have eggs on people.
2: Specifically with uh, burger patties, we need to have Eric yes. Blanc taste test because he yes. talks a big game, and I think he's yeah. going to end up putting the Burger King Whopper patty way ahead. Dude, you know please,
3: let's do that. I think you got a mental block. It's the best patty in fast food. Oh, it really God, there's just something the about takes, the flames about that, You, you know were traumatized it. at a yeah. BK. Yeah. <laughs> Their mascot's all weird. I know. I know you cracked your He's not oh, he
4: lying. Howard
5: Eskin, like the Howard dumbest Eskin. thing you can do is put Howard Eskin's face on something. I expect people to maintain their
2: appetite. <laughs> he is a little weird. Uh, okay, number six is Lucky Charms.
4: Sorry about that, Howard. Here's the top
2: no, five. No, I'm not. Of the most popular cereals in America. Number five, Raisin Bran.
4: Wow, bro! Number See, it's popular, but that's, that. that, that's an old guy. It's the old guy. That's yeah. an old guy. And guy Why is it?
3: There's something with the the crunch of the flakes and the chewiness of the raisins, and then they sugar the raisins. Yep, yep. There's something in there. Yep. That's my old man cereal, where I insist it, it's good. He's, yeah. he's
2: not wrong. Uh, number four is Frosted Flakes. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's a Mount I can, Rushmore. I do without Goated. that, number three should be number one. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ooh. Yeah. That's been an overrated one for
5: me. Oh, you go back. I think it's a, good, it's a good cereal, but everybody talks about it like it's the cereal. Your food tastes are
2: getting worse and worse. <laughs> yeah,
4: they're aging. Oh, you're just yeah. noticing that now? <laughs>
2: Golly. We might need to kick him <laughs> off the show soon. I might need to find a new ride or die. Oh, no. I'm just kidding, Eric. You're always my boo. Thank Number you. Number two is Rice Krispies. Meh. No. got to be pop? over-sugared or not. i with to. two spoons. 100%. That's yeah. one thing Eric is right about. Uh, and number one yeah, <laughs> number one is Cheerios. Cheerios? Okay.
3: Just the plain old Cheerios? You like the if Frosted. If they're Frosted honey Cheerios. Yeah, just, just the,
4: the, yeah, just the, best, the regular old Cheerios suck. The, the honey best Cheerio
5: good. is the Frosted Cheerio. Please, God, go try it if
3: you
2: haven't. No, you're right. The Frosted are
3: good. Do you guys agree that the worst cereal, the one that was most overhyped by the commercials, they made it look so awesome, but it was so bland, was that damn Kix? Yes. Kicks. Oh. Yeah. Yes. You're like, yeah,
0: kicks. Yeah. Cool. Is that and the, the rabbit? What? Was that tricks? That, no, that was tricks. Was tricks. Tricks. Oh, okay. tricks are for
3: kids. Yeah, oh, kicks yeah. is Silly the one man. you eat
0: for breakfast, and your mama going to give it to you in a little plastic bag for lunch. Oh, like, here's yeah. a little yeah. snack for you, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's a knockoff, isn't like, Get it? Get this out of my life. <laughs>
4: Wasn't that a knockoff of <laughs> nah. another
3: cereal? I mean, it might have been back in the crusty day, but I, I don't remember a precursor to kicks. <laughs> <crusty>. Not myself. Kid tested, mother approved. That's right. Started
5: as flicks.
3: I think it was We Like Kicks for what kicks has got and the mom would sing, singing we like kicks for what kicks is not remember that one they made it look good <laughs> it was bad it is a Mavs game day what to watch for as they take on the Jazz tonight here in the Gbag Nation we'll talk about that next yes sir welcome back we have a Mavs game day they're going to host the Jazz tonight some things to watch for as uh, we are watching the Rangers and Cubs battle it out in the ninth inning and uh, they're at home so they'll play the bottom of the ninth Cubs leading seven to six and Sands is going to join us to give you some takeaways on this when it does go final Bobby Carella, Mavs.com, dot com, a friend of the show, has some stats up, uh, Chief. We want to hit that thread real quick.
5: Yeah, so the Mavs are two and six in their last eight games. Five of the six losses, as we know, decided in the last ten seconds or overtime. In that time frame, the Mavs have the third best offense and the thirtieth ranked defense. Ouch. Uh, and they're still in these games uh, at the very, very end every time, despite the fact that their dead balls last defensively over their last eight game stretch where they find themselves two and six. But the other note, and it's a larger sample size here uh, on the season, Dallas is uh, three and 21 this season when allowing 119 plus points per 100 possessions in a game. But they're 30 and 11 in all other games, 30 and 11 Bobby doubles down with that with an exclamation point like, dang, they are dominant. If they can just not give up 119 plus points per 100 possessions in a game, they're pretty much going to win two thirds of those games. And so the Mavs, he's like, the Mavs don't have to have a top 10 defense. They they really just need to have, could they have the 22nd? Could they have the 25th best defense? Could they just not be last? Because even in the games in the last eight games where they rank dead last in defense, every single game comes down basically to the last possession. Yeah. If you could just go from being dead last defensively to 25th to 23rd, something like that, which is shouldn't be that tough of an ask. Then this team could be on you know a much better type yeah, of winning streak.
3: I think that's what Jason Kidd's so frustrated by because if you really want it, you can be much better than than thirtieth. And then you add to that, you you continue to be a good offense in the final fifteen seconds, and we could be talking about a completely different situation here. And maybe if they get hot, they could um, you know at least be exciting down the stretch. But three and twenty-one when allowing uh, one hundred nineteen per one hundred possessions, that's a clear sign, you know that. Hey, guys, this is our, our way through. Callie Kaplan has a piece up in the morning news today. Luke is on pace to get a suspension in eight games with the Tex. It was a big story last year. He, uh, he cut it to just three Techs in the last 21 games, but still needed the league to avoid two Techs at the end of the year to avoid suspension. And her story is that it's more of a concern for the team this year than last year. Because he's getting more aggressive uh, with his discussions with the refs. And he's getting less interested in getting back on that defense and helping out. So I know we haven't paid as much attention to it this year. But um, it is still a significant issue for the team. And trying to figure out a way through this is he's now uh, 24 years old. It's not going to be long before he's not a young man at all. Even by uh, you know professional basketball standards. That's, that's tough. And that's something he's got to get a, a hold of. It's, it's to the point now that it's embarrassing. And it's so bad now that, you know, it's, it's not even that big of a storyline. We're kind of accepting it as Luka's identity at this point, and that's not good.
4: How many first-round picks does Oklahoma, Oklahoma City have?
3: All of them. Lots. Like 15 over the next four years yeah. or something like that. It's insane. They're loaded.
4: Would you consider moving him?
3: No. And not for all the picks because you wouldn't get a player that good. No. No. Absolutely not. All those picks would be in the 20s.
4: You're Some not. of those picks they got are from Houston, right? Yeah. Oklahoma is mm-hmm. from the Harden Clippers. Trade. Yeah. I mean, I, I was just wondering. I mean, the problem
2: is with the lottery, you just never know where you're going to pick. So there's no guarantee you're going to have the top pick. It's not worth it.
3: So you do want to build around Kyrie instead? I,
4: I'm i just kind of thinking, is it worth more to you that way? If, is, if it's something that, you know, are you always going to be worried about the pace of play and the things like that with Luka? You know, so it's going but, to
3: be a storyline. Yeah, a lot of his players are going to want to play faster than him. Um, but there's such longevity with Luka now. You could be looking at 10, 12, 15 years as an all-NBA player. And and Kyrie, you build around him and he might want to go somewhere else. You know, he might do... But dude. if you make
4: him the focal guy, has sure. he ever been in that mode? I, I'm just, like you say, if 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 you were disappointed in Luka and really maybe the direction that this thing might be going, because like I say, even... Even Kyrie's having problems playing with him, right?
3: I think I'd be interested in, in about five or six years if he's twenty nine or thirty, and the organization has taken a big turn for the worse, and you're a, a fringe playoff team, and you're like, "Hey, we got to kickstart a rebuild." But right now, at twenty four years old, I don't think you could come up with a trade package that I, I think would be fair. You know, you could you could have all the picks in the first round for five years and never come up with a player as good as Luke. They
4: got a young team, right? They get they they get their their first round pick, got hurt. Right, mm-hmm. I mean, is there something that you would Oklahoma maybe, City? You're talking about, yeah, yeah, Chad Holmgren. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's a kind of a young roster. Josh Giddy.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and all their picks. Yeah, if you now nah, maybe it could be fair.
4: See, that's what I'm saying. If you if you told me you could get three three players, three picks, three players, four picks, something like that, you'd be
3: interested in it. Yeah, I just, I'm, I don't know. Not,
4: I'm, I'm not. Hey, listen, trust me. I'm, I'm just, I'm looking at something where. It is Are you going to be, you kind of seen a little bit of what it's going to be like with a star player playing next to him.
5: Hmm.
4: You know, and it, and, and it hasn't, let's be honest, it hasn't been great.
3: Yeah, offensively it's been fantastic, but both those guys on the court, like you really need a team where the other three guys are great defensively. Um, and right now they don't have that kind of team. I'd still want to build around it, but it's something interesting to keep in your back pocket, and who knows? You you know, never, Maybe he think, won't want to be here.
4: Yeah, I, I don't think you'll ever get the value for him that you would get now. You know, when we're talking you know, three, four years from now
3: well uh, they are a nine point fave tonight the game tips off at 7 30 and utah has initiated a tank themselves they've lost three in a row and that was against san antonio and okc who are tanking themselves so this is a focused team on losing that you're getting to play this evening dak prescott audio he was talking contract and mike calling plays and we'll give you some of that and uh, the cowboys news of the evening coming up next year on 105.3 the fan